0: And welcome to Steve Ann Rowland's Beer Podcast. Number 71. 71? Who's this man here? I don't know, but he looks a bit evil. He does look very evil. Moderately well, evil. Moderately evil. Okay, that's cool. I'd um, <laughs> like to welcome uh, Evil Gordon from Beerbods. Um, for those who don't know, uh, we the beers that we drink every week are from beerbods.co.uk. Our weekly podcast is uh, inspired by these fine gentlemen. and Gordon is employee number two. Um, a beer buds. Employee number two, one half of, yeah. One half of, so uh, official lackey.
1: Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, I only just did everything and Matt did nothing. Uh, he, does, he puts his feet on the desk and uh, bosses me around. That, that was I, the
0: rumour going I, round. I
2: know how you feel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have
0: my sympathy. Yeah. So every week we drink a beer from bearbuds.co uk, um and it's really cool to have you on with us. So, oh thank you. Um this week's beer is also it's a little bit special for beer bonds. It's exciting. Yes. Yeah, I mean this is not your average £1.50 bottle of beer, is yeah, it?
1: It wouldn't even be your average three pound bottle of beer, no.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Um I shall hand it to Mr Gluta open. Can okay. You? So um this is the bit where Roland Bores us with his
2: facts. Right, uh, I don't have to do any this week. I, I I hear Gordon knows everything, and I really do not bother doing anything. Okay. So what? What normally is your facts? So I'm, he talks what, a little a bit about the, the
0: brewery. So, okay, so uh. this
1: is uh, Peter Pale and Mary. So it's eponymously named after a, a folk band, um, uh, uh, called, um, and the brewer is Nicola. Michler is a Copenhagen-based uh, brewery, except he's not really a brewery. He's, he's, he's a, a He's a gypsy... I don't think you're allowed to say that. He's a <laughs> gypsy brewer, uh, which means he doesn't actually own his own brewery. So he's a brewer without a brewery.
0: Or oh, should we call him a cuckoo? Oh, the cuckoo a brewery. cuckoo's also acceptable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Cuckoo will get me into yeah. slightly, less, uh, slightly, less, uh, slightly less trouble. Yeah,
1: the, um, that sounds unlikely. The Diversity Brigade will have you. Yeah. Oh,
0: dear. Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time. No. Um I know, I've tasted lots of Mikella beers uh, I'm a massive fan um, of their stuff They also, obviously the relationship with Evil Twin um, That is Mikella's um, brother um, and, also, and Roland was interesting me telling me a bit of history about yeah. uh, Mr Mikella Well Mr Micka Yeah, so it, it's, it's actually, yeah it's run by
2: Mickle um, Who originally started it with Mr Keller um, And they, they were, well Mickle was a school teacher and I Was he university? Brother? No,
1: he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a school teacher teaching physics and maths oh, okay. uh, by day. Uh, the great thing about um, coming from Denmark means that the if you like beer and you come from Denmark, you have something to kick against. So you have essentially carlsberg to kick again. yeah everywhere you go in denmark and copenhagen there's things for carlsberg everywhere oh and so Mikkel didn't like carlsberg wanted proper beer was getting stuff from uh, all over uh, europe and the rest of the world and formed his own little beer club that became a bottle shop he's still a school teacher at the time he then started dabbling in homebrew him and his mate keller made Mikkeller. And uh, lo and behold, they uh, never had a brewery. They brew in other people's premises. uh, And this one itself is brewed in Belgium. Next time this is made, it may not be in
0: Belgium, could be in Norway, could be in the States. And I I I hear that him and his, because the evil twin thing is quite interesting. I hear him and his brother actually just don't get on. Uh, The impression I got was like, it's
2: kind of, it's a twin brother thing. I, a bit, there was a comment that I, a quote I heard that was like, we're a bit too much alike to ever get on with each other. Well, they are zygotic
1: twins. They are identical twins. Uh, And so this is either... The world's best marketing lie, <laughs> or the best story ever. Have they ever
0: been seen together? Wow, well, in that's way. interesting.
1: No. It, it, there's subtly when you look at pictures of them, mm-hmm. one seems to have his hair parted on one side and the other on the other. Very, very curious. Yeah. Is, is there o- like
0: a good Gordon, a lot like to go with alongside <laughs> the evil Gordon? Is there like, is this a marketing plan that you're building up to? He's is under it? my patio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the other, the other one that I think is interesting is just how connected all those. Uh, Danish brewers are now. Mm. So another one that we we might well have heard of, TUL. TUL. Started, was actually. Well, they're Norwegian, aren't they? No, they're, they're Danish. Started by they're, two students who. They were understudies. Yeah, worked for. Okay, okay. it means two beers in Danish. Oh, okay. Yes, they, they said this apparently got a bit confusing because people used to go, two beers, and they went, do you mean you want. The two beers, or do you want two beers or the two beers? Yeah.
0: Oh, well. Someone okay.
2: else who got stuck with a name that they didn't intend. Right, okay.
0: Um, oh, no, I'm getting them confused with. Because mm, <laughs> that's, that's, they're the Norwegian brewers, and I think Norwegian brewers, not, ones. Not too, um, yeah, I'm good with it. I'm good with the foreign pronunciations, mate. You're doing great there. It's very good for a person from Wolverhampton. Oh, gosh. <laughs> burn, burn. So. Um, we normally talk about the label uh, and we talk about the marketing of okay. uh, said brewery. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of the McKellar labels. Mm. Um, I really like their marketing. Okay. Um, they always catch my eye when they're in a bottle fridge in a pub. Um, and my eyes are drawn to them naturally because they're lovely, bright colours. But also, I just think they, they get it right. It's, um,
1: do you um, want a Michelin factoid then around the labels? Yes, yeah, go do. for it. Uh, all the labels are designed by one bloke. Yeah. Uh, no, I think you it's, can... it's a guy from Philadelphia. So um, uh, Mikla really is a ragtag bunch of individuals who sort of work there. Uh, having had the pleasure of going to their head office, it's people from all over the world, uh, and um, they're not afraid to sort of get their talent from wherever they want their talent from.
0: Wow. Yeah. No, I think I think you can tell that there's that definite. Uh, like one person behind this branding because it has a very cohesive uh, kind of uh, approach to it and I I just think like for me that's what modern beer is about is this kind of you having the 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 brand behind and the story behind and and it being uh, all in one place. The the nice thing is as well when they do Peter, Pale and Mary
1: next year or whenever the next uh, batch of this will the 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 label will be subtly different or very different. So that you will understand that this is the one that was brewed in twenty fourteen, and it was brewed in Belgium. The next one may well be from somewhere else.
0: Now it's really interesting because every brewery that I kind of I like, and I do definitely put McCaller's in one of my top five, top mm. ten breweries that I love to have beers from. Um, I can name you a, a beer from them. I find that if there's one failing with the branding, is the names just don't stick with me so much. And that's because there's so many different. Yeah. <clears throat> they change so often, you know, there's so much turnover yes. that I, 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 I tend not to have them stick with me for too long. Well, they haven't apart really from their got a core cool range at all, No, no there's no, no. core
2: cool range. So there's there's a couple that they've done a few times that are kind of quite well. So there's the beer, beer, eat breakfast that they, yes. they've done and, and the variations on that and, and so on, but... Uh, nothing that kind of sticks i guess yeah.
1: you, so you, you're more likely to get ranges of michela beers rather mm. than specific yeah. beers so you'll get their range so they'll do a spontaneously fermented range and that'll be recognizable and they'll do a pale mm. ale range and that will be recognizable and they do the beer geek breakfast brunch range and they'll be
0: recognizable um, we, we're adding the same effects in the back that's uh yes. yeah shutting the door here um so what do we think of the beer i mean First of all, it's kind of as I expect a, a Michaela to be, that it's, yeah, you're not going to see a lot through it, but that's that's no bad sign. I think it's just that obviously the, their style of brewing so is, uh, they tend not to go for that ultra clean finish. and Yeah, so it's unfiltered. Yeah. Which is to so say that's a
1: really obvious, um, for a pale ale, that's quite brave. Yeah. So there's nowhere to hide from any mistakes in the beer. So it's an unfiltered beer, which means it looks a bit cloudy. It means it's
2: got a little bit more to the taste as well when you get it. Yeah.
0: No, I I think I think I uh, I would
2: say by even by even by unfiltered standards this is quite a quite a hit one. Again but then you've also used a lot of hops. It reminds me it reminds me of the time time I had an
0: infection. Uh, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Too much sharing. Too much sharing, go back. No, I had an infection. I had a very cloudy beer when I had the infection. It was an eye infection. What are you talking about? Uh, No it's um, it looks like that you need to drink more water. (laughs) Uh, Through my eyes. (laughs) Uh, No, so I kind of it's it's what I expect from a a, a pale ale like taste. Why well, the hops are just massive? Well, Do we know what hops are in this one? Have we? Because uh, you normally no, know. No, I'm this afraid from. we don't. I,
2: oh, all okay. i to get was this, it's brewed at the Yeah. In Belgium, actually, a place that brews uh, not only it's almost exclusively contract. I believe they've got none of their own range. Um. Also brews for K'ul and a few
0: other people. Okay, so um, this is this is one of these cuckoo breweries that have, have set up. Or the cookie brewers, and well, yeah, in fact,
2: them. they always were
0: really. Like, they yeah. they
2: predate the likes of Mickler.
0: Uh, oh, okay, um, but and and but to
2: Earl do most of their range at that brewery, and I believe Mikula do a good, good chunk of theirs there as well. Um, it's five point eight percent, I believe. That is that yes. right?
0: Oh, I'm Look, looking. I have some different four point six. Four
2: point six. So yeah. that's different to the one that we've I've got down there. So yeah, not a lot of information. And and I, if there's a failing of Mickler for me, it's that. Yeah. Sometimes it's a, it's a real struggle to find much information about what it is you're drinking.
1: Yeah, they're, 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 they're quite like that air of mystery around some of the beers. And some, mm. of, some of the times you'll taste the range, you'll have a bottle from... There's one that looks like it should be pronounced kleck, but it's pronounced something utterly different. And it means love in Swedish. And every time I've had that, it's tasted markedly different. Mm. You know? so I, I think the the while some brewers strive for a consistency across a beer all the time, uh, Mickler is a bit more about development, and I think that's why you'll get variances in
2: yeah. w- w- what you're expected to get out of it. Uh, for me, this this isn't so much like tasting like a, a pale ale. It's very much a Mickler pale ale. Yes, ale. yes. Like it, it's it's hops
0: beyond hops. They're it's harsh, an it's it? an extreme of it's an extreme of beers this isn't is it This will is not a sessionable pale ale is it No and I, and I think if I think I think I'll be interested to see what happens on BeerBod's on the on the Twitter feed this week because um I think a lot of people will hate this
1: Yeah
0: <gasps> I honestly do oh, I think No so. I I think there No no You love right, it though don't you <laughs> I feel like I have died and gone to heaven with this kind of beer because I love Micheller anyway and and I also I love pale ales, and this is my perfect pale ale. It's super hoppy. It's punch you in your face. There's no subtlety whatsoever. Um, it is really kind of full on flavour, um, which is which is fantastic. But it's also an intelligent beer. You can tell it's been brewed by somebody who knows what they're doing and have tried to achieve a certain goal. Um, and and I think they've achieved it like easily.
1: I think if you if you get any uh, Micola beer and it just tastes like. Somebody else's version of the same. Mm-hmm. You, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you are expecting is a pale ale plus. Yes. In this case, you get a
0: very hot forward one, but not too massive on the nose. But definitely yeah, bitter in the palate. Beautiful well, fruitiness I mean, actually, to it as well. A beautiful yeah. like yeah. peach and kind of apricot flavour going on in there. That just is—it's
2: immense. It's it's, like, I would, I would reckon that the IBUs aren't actually massive. It's very much in yeah. that pale ale. The bitterness is actually quite low, but the hop flavour. Mm. Yeah. Like actually, it's more sharp, citrusy, fruity, but really intense.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I I think that it's easy to get quite carried away with the IBU thing mm. and the IBU wars that, uh, that go uh, yeah. on in, especially with this sort of brewer. But actually, there's a really clever balance in here, and I think that's. Because it was a thousand IBU. You have yeah. the thousand yeah. IBU. See, that's yeah. one of my favourite beers of all time. I love but that. But again, it's a bit of a it's, it's a bit of a misnomer because yeah. if it was a, really it was a thousand IBU, well, you with don't taste, else,
2: yeah, you,
0: you you would gag. But also you don't take I yeah. think you said like over two hundred and fifty uh, is it something, the two hundred, They actually don't. It's very difficult to register those flavours on the palate anyway. It still has And to also yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: the. Yeah. the, the the style of beer just makes a big difference to what that number means the body and all the rest of it alters your perception um, a huge And
0: Michael has done the um, the the green beer recently haven't they um, oh did they do they they did the green did? hop yes one. yes because I, mean, uh, I had that at brewdog recently i really like i, I, like, I like all of their beers like, and i'm a real sucker for even the even the kopi one they did with the you know the, the, the coffee yeah, i'll i'll have to ha- put my hand up as not the fanboy
2: i will yeah. like, mm, dear but I like, I, I like their beers but i i i think they're a much more hit and miss for me some of them are great, but I've also had a few that for me just don't, aren't balanced. That's it's what happens when you push boundaries as a brewer. I think that's the point. I think the point is
1: uh, uh, he's made beers that he wants to drink. They aren't necessarily beers that everyone wants to drink. And that's, that's probably the bravest
2: thing that he could do. Mm. Yeah, I'm brave or stupid. I, 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 mean, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I guess I, I don't want to go... I always feel a little concerned if I would pick up a mickle beer because I'm putting down quite a bit of money. Yeah. And I, I know that there's a good, like, it's a 50-50 chance whether it's going to be, wow, that was delicious, or I had one sip and it's gone in the bin now. Okay, or,
0: so a different measure of the brewer then, because I agree, you know, you do have to put down coin to get Mikella bottles. If you saw Mikella on draft somewhere, would you walk past it? Depends what was no, next no, to it. No, no, no. No, no, it really does. Like, really? Yeah, there's a lot more... For me, they're one of those brewers preferred. that when I see on draft... I, I cannot walk past like I, I, I have to like there's no other choice and it doesn't matter what style it is. and that's a good sign of a brewer that, that, that because I like being pushed in the boundaries. I like the yeah. taste uh, element that the, they do and and you know I, they're, they're not safe and that's great because I like that's yeah. what I want. I don't well, want I mean, safe beer.
2: As a demonstration, we were at a beer festival which was very good selection and I think I walked past all the Mikola stuff. I might be wrong, I can't mm. remember all of them. <laughs> It's a bit hazy, is it? Yeah, there are little moments of blur, but yes, I like, I guess for me, I I do, I think some of them are really good, but sometimes I just think they're too extreme for me. Mm. Some stuff just lacks that balance that I I really want, and this one, for me, kind of on the edge. I'm liking it, I'm going to enjoy my bottle of it definitely, Yeah. but I certainly wouldn't want to have
0: several bottles in a row of it. So, what we normally do now, Gordon, is we do our bottle top rating, and it's out of ten, so I'll give you a little time to think about what you're going to rate this out of ten. Um. Uh, for me, this is by far and away the best Beer Bods beer I've had in a long time. <laughs> like, it yeah. really is. Uh, it's my bag. It's my kind of thing. Uh, I know exactly where I'm going to score it. Um, I've never given a 10, and I'm not going to start. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, for me, it's a 9.5. Oh, um, I really like it. Big numbers. It's, it's, it's an amazing. I love Pale Ales. I, I love McKellar. I, I, I love the beer I think it's everything I want in a pale ale I want hops I want flavour um, and I don't want it to be stupid percent alcohol and he's managed to achieve all of those things so I'm very happy well I'll go next and we'll leave, leave Gordon the final words on it
2: for me it's very tasty there's loads of punch to it But I think there's a bit too much punch, um, and I think the hops aren't as much delicate as I would like. It's a bit in-your-face citrus. Roland does struggle with tasty. He has a real problem with tasty things. He likes things to be (laughs) untasty. Me? Yeah, I like it. I will certainly enjoy my bottle, but it's not going to be right up there. I'm going to go eight and a half. That's that's high
0: score for Roland. That's very high for Roland. I certainly
2: will not turn down a bottle if I spot one again.
1: Well... I feel very controversial now, uh, because I think this is a fantastic beer. I think this is certainly what Beer Bob's is about. It's about making people aware of new, interesting and exciting beers. Beers that they wouldn't normally taste. Beers that they might not see in places, in pubs, in supermarkets, etc. But it's not Mickler's best. So uh, I think maybe because I know what else is out there. Uh, I'm going to say it's an eight, but it's a good, solid eight.
0: Cool. I, I, I agree that the, there is lots of different beers out there and there are lots of ones but I, for me, when they do good beer and McKellar for me, it is the nine, nine and a half beers you know, they do those really special now, my probably my, as I said earlier, my favourite all-time beer is uh, IBU the 1000 IBU and I love that beer and like if that was here, that might be a ten so, you know, that's, that's how highly <laughs> I rate him as a brewer anyway, this is our chance to drink up and shut up it's I indeed. think so, we are Done.